Oh my god. <laughs> you gotta spit on it first. Wait. Wow, that's not what I meant. Look, what you were about to do is not at he all. Yes, no spit on it. <laughs> spit on it, Daddy. Oh! I missed. It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Do you know what the difference between a hippo and a zippo is? Like a lighter and the animal? Do you know the difference? One's a lighter, one's an animal. Uh, one's extremely heavy, and the other's a little lighter. Oh, okay, I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of that joke. You that that actually I really like. Thanks. I've never heard it before. I've heard of some other ones uh, in the past, like Nyquil stops the coffin. Or I, I don't know. I ruined the punchline of a <laughs> five-minute-long joke. Right? That was insane. I don't even know that one, but I love that you just breezed over. If it. you type in Nyquil stops the coffin, in yeah, if you Google that in Google, super redundant. <laughs> you're gonna find the story, <laughs> the joke. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Yes. Welcome, 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 everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of ICBTB Podcast, also known as It Can't Be That Bad. Uh, my name is Alejandro. And my name is Christian. And we have Juliet Perry. Yes, Juliet yes. Perry. Look dead into the camera right now and tell the baddies why you have throat problems. <laughs> um. Are you still choking on that truly you tried to shotgun? Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe um, we watched a movie this week. Yes, uh, an incredible film that has actually been a uh, reoccurring random theme in our life. Yeah, you 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 think so? I know so. Why is that? Do you remember when we went to Disneyland years and years ago? Oh, when we went with a bunch of friends. With a bunch of friends, we were staying at the Motel Six down the street from Disneyland. Super classy. One day we were leaving. I think probably to go to Disneyland, and I was like, I can't leave. I'm watching this bonkers movie i don't know what it is i just turned it on this girl's boobs are hanging out she's got a gun and a katana i don't know what the fuck this is and i was like do you know what movie this is and you said no and i asked all the other friends do you know what movie this is they said no i went years without knowing what movie it was and then one day i stumbled upon sucker, sucker punch. punch because how else can you find out what movie that is because uh, there's no like guide on the tv you can't just type in girl hotel. with katana and gun i probably could have and you think sucker punch would have came up i you know Google in 2011 was good enough. Oh, and Google in 2021 is fucked? It's way better. Uh, we have a fact checker slash... What are you today? I thought I was the producer today. Okay. Uh, we have a producer fact checker um, here in the room. It is Juliet, and she's actually going to be helping us out a lot. Not just helping. She's going to do a whole... Are you nervous? A little bit. She's going to do a whole <laughs> bunch of shit for us. So, Jules, I'm going to go ahead and... Are we ready? Give it to you. What am I doing? You know what you're doing. The itty. Bitty. Nitty. Gritty. Committee. Hey. hey. Ladies and gentlemen, the movie this She's week so is <laughs> Sucker Punch. Yeah. It was released in 2011, directed by Zack Snyder. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, Maybe baddies, out. guess what dropped today? If you're listening to this on the Thursday that this drops. Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's right. A four-hour, 20-minute epic masterpiece that he is finally allowed to do. Really? Four hours and 20 minutes? Yes, sir. 420? Six parts. That's that's wild. That's 260 minutes. It's a long time. 
Oh, this episode's going to get a lot of streams with the Zack Snyder. Shh, don't give away our secrets. That's our secret. Oh. Secret, secret. Back to the itty bitty, nitty gritty, Sucker Punch 2011 <laughs> director Zack Snyder. Snyder. Schneider action <laughs> fantasy with a runtime one hour and 50 minutes and broken like down. What was it? Uh, that's 111 minutes. I couldn't you tell said, you. Uh, wait, an, an hour and 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that is 110 minutes. You're off by a, a, <laughs> interesting. Interesting that you were off by one minute and I can't, I don't know if that's purposeful, <laughs> but it's freaking me out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Six out of ten on IMBD, twenty-two percent on I'm Rotten sorry, Tomatoes. Can you back up a bit? What did you say? <laughs> Six out of ten on IMDb. Thank there you very go. much. Okay. Did I not say it? You, you said, said IMBD. <laughs> That's like referring I am to Ben Davis. It's like referring to America's <laughs> Best Dance Crew, but you're saying ABDC. Wait. Oh my God. America's ABCD. It's it's called ABBA, and they're the most they're the most popular pop group from Sweden. You're right. You're absolutely right. Thank you. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Continue, please. So many interruptions. It's, we've never had a producer do this before, so we're learning too. Okay. Okay. 22. 22? <laughs> Jump Street? <laughs> now I have the stutter. Juliet has throat problems. Juliet has throat problems. <laughs> Juliet has throat problems. Okay. 22% on Rotten Tomatoes, 33% on Metacritic. Christian Alejandro, would you like to guess how many Google users liked this movie? What I'm percent? so happy because I didn't look. This is actually going to be the first time nice. I'm ever going to actually get to guess. <laughs> okay, you're actually playing with me this time. Who's going first? 87%. 87%. And Christian? 84%. Looks like Christian still holds that belt hey. at 81% liked oh, this movie. 81%. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. What's your secret? How do you know? Um, I just, I gauged it off of how much I liked the movie. You liked it 81%. Not necessarily. I just knew it was a lot less than I liked other movies. <laughs> but he said 84%. Oh, you liked it 84%. It made sense that it would be 84%. Do you like this more than Watchmen? No. Do you like this more than 300? No. Mm. I like both of those movies way more than I like this movie. Mm. This movie's interesting. This movie's very interesting. This movie is very artsy. Fartsy. Uh, tartsy. There Bad we go. Artsy, fartsy, tartsy. Rules of three. Um, no, it, and we'll, we'll get into it and we'll talk more about it. I have a lot to say. Are we ready for the synopsis? Yes. Oh, right at you. Right at you. All ya. right. Locked away, a young woman named Baby Doll. Emily Browning retreats to a fantasy world where she is free to go wherever her mind takes her. Determined to fight for real freedom, she finds four women, Rocket, Blondie, Amber, and Sweet Pea, to join together to escape the terrible fate that awaits them. With a virtual arsenal at their disposal, the allies battle everything from samurais to serpents while trying to decide what price they will pay for survival. It had a release date of March 25th, 2011. Budget. I say the budget, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 82 million. What was the box office? Hmm. 150 mil. 150 mil? 100. Mm. 100 mil. 90 million. Ooh, you win that. So it barely Super made Mario. a profit. Well, I would say Bare after marketing and shit, it probably didn't. 
Oh, because yeah. I don't yeah. think marketing is considered in the budget. So they, and they spent a lot of money. You have to, especially a movie like this. Also, this was the first time that Zack Snyder says he did an action film because he doesn't consider three hundred an action film. Are you fucking kidding really? me? Really? He uh, thinks that's, that's a historical he piece. Says, <laughs> no, he says it's a drama. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really? I know there are dramatic aspects. Elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sees it as like his shake his ode to Shakespeare. What? It, really? I don't know. I there are Shakespearean moments and dramatic moments in 300, but Gerard that's Butler's for action. sure an action movie. Hey, I I'm on your side, but I'm just going by what Zack Snyder has been credited as saying. Um, you can tell right off the bat that this is a Zack Snyder film. It's so stylized by like the colorings and by the effects, but it's also like a weird version of Zack Snyder where he is hand like his hands are tied. You can tell there's a lot of stuff that was changed or. I don't know. I, the usual thing that happens to Zack Snyder. He has a vision of something, and if you don't get all of it, then you miss out. And, and we'll get to it when we get to the end. But there's an alternate ending, which is not really an alternate ending. It's just a little bit longer of mm-hmm. an ending. And it may it actually opens up a whole nother door of like a, of ending possibilities. I'm going to watch it right after this uh, episode, uh, right after we're done recording, because I'm curious. I didn't watch it yet. So I'm, I'm excited because this movie, you can tell... Had a lot of potential. It's a fun ride. It's a crazy ride, and it's it's like a metaphor within a metaphor. It's also not based on anything. I kept watching this thing. This has got to be based on an anime or something. No, like Zack Snyder came up with the story and wrote the screenplay. This movie seemed like an hour and fifty long music video, like a, um, yeah, an Evanescence music video video game. Yeah, yes, a music mm. video game. Yeah. And none of the guns had recoil. Can we talk about and that? And they never needed to be reloaded. And they were quiet. <laughs> all the all of the shots. <laughs> so let's 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 break it down here. A one, a two, a one, one two, two, three, four. <laughs> Juliet has throat problems. <laughs> Juliet has throat problems. <laughs> Honestly, the weirdest inside joke that no one will understand. Honestly, it's not even worth explaining. Yes, at this point. Let's just leave it at that. Are you still choking on that <laughs> truly you tried to shotgun? Okay, so Julia has throat problems, and what happened with... Um, no, no, no. So the movie opens, and there is literally a 15-minute, no dialogue spoken, no dialogue spoken, like, tableau. Yes. It's... Everything's in slow motion. It's... Raining. It's... It's a music. It's an Evanescence music video, yes. hardcore. And we learn that um, Baby Doll's mother, yes, passes dies. away. She's sick. We don't really know. Or do you think she's she already was- dead? Yes, I think maybe she was murdered by that jerk guy. I think so because so that's her stepfather. Yes, that's Baby but Doll's also stepfather. their lawyer. Something, dude. He's also their lawyer. Something like because when you read the Last Will and Testament, again, a lot of information dropped with. Zero exposition. I'm sure Zack Snyder wanted to get all this information across because everything looks great, but the storytelling, very vague. I agree. I But hmm, vague or open-ended? Everything. Hmm. Usually endings <laughs> should be open-ended, but like at the, the beginning should never be open-ended. The beginning yeah. is the time to like ground the reality. So mom's dead. The dad is uh, like... The stepdad. Beating slash raping the girls. Well, yeah, what is he doing? Because 
That's vague. <laughs> they have like keys for the inside and the outside of the doors. Yes. And then the girl's in a closet and the guy kicks it in even though he has a key. Then baby doll shows up <laughs> and shoots one bullet that goes through four different planes. I'm. It's not a bullet that she's shooting. It must, must be a, a pinball. Laser. It's a, a pinball. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. I was thinking like... It's got to be like the JFK magic bullet that like goes through six bodies and still kills <laughs> Governor Connolly. It's like, that's the only way that this will work. This, I don't know. She, the stepdad was two feet away from baby oh doll. Oh my God. Closer than point blank range. Did she blink when she shot? Because you know who taught her how to shoot? Who? The stormtroopers. Oh, oh, that's where she got it. Either that or Ray Charles. I can't. I can't. I can't. Too I soon. Can't Probably do not, bro. That? that one was fucked up, man. Too soon. No, because Ray Charles is a peaceful man and he never wielded a gun. He he beat quite a bit of women, actually. Aww. Um. Um. Anyways, and so she shoots at her stepfather, misses somehow, misses yeah. by like three feet, but hits a light, a pipe, and her sister in the head. <laughs> in the head. Four things. Straight up. Thank you very much. Straight up <laughs> murders her sister. And then is taken to insane asylum at Lenox Hill. Yes, the stepdad calls the popo and says that, oh, baby doll went into a deep depression after her mom died. And then she shot her sister. Boom. And um, goes to, yeah, the insane asylum where we meet a very handsome orderly. Uh, Blue. Blue, played by Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. It's so good. I mean, he's I I, he's I love really him good. so much. Oh, Inside Llewyn Davis, Star Wars. He's an incredible actor. Period. Mm-hmm. He's an ex Machina, right? Am I tripping? He is. No, he is. He's the guy who makes the machine. So good. Um. So we learn that he is a corrupt orderly who is taking money for lobotomies. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't want to detract too much, but uh, lobotomies was an iconically American invention uh, that was done all the way until um, oh, they're still doing them today. Um. Where? In California. They're not legal? What? Yes. Wait, we did talk about this. They're 100% still a medical procedure. That's fucking ridiculous. And What? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. And it's so primitive. It's so barbaric. And the fact that it's still happening nowadays basically to turn uh, a mental patient or, you know, someone who needs help into a vegetable. Because you're severing a lot of, like, neurological connections in your frontal or temporal lobe. In your frontal lobe. And a lot of times it's not permanent. A lot of times you end up kind of, sometimes they'll reattach and you'll be okay. Also, what's more common than lobotomies also is coring the brain, where they'll do the same kind of idea, except they'll just core pieces out of the brain out to remove what's supposedly the um, bad oh part of God. the brain. But guess what? Actually, Wait, what do you mean by core? Like, you know how they core ice to like see what's inside? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, 100%. This is, and this was... This is happening. This came into fruition around the same time that lobotomies did? Yes, this was like one of the original, the original lobotomy was called a leucotomy, I believe. And um, that's what it was. It was like coring brains out. And this was happening, this was happening in America and England. It was happening all over Europe in like in the 1940s and 50s. The only place that didn't happen in Europe was Germany uh, because they had just finished World War II. And they were like, yeah, we're not doing that shit. (laughs) They're like, we know this trick. We're not doing this (laughs) shit. We do. We, I can't, I'm not going to try a German accent, but... (laughs) Yeah. I'm not even going to try a German a Nazi character at all. Let's just move past that. Uh, so this movie is very oh heavily focused on this weird era of un- misunderstanding of psychiatric care. What and- decade is this? The 60s? <sighs> what? Yeah. The 60s, right? 
Because it looks sure. like it's in the comic book. They know. definitely go all over because the guns are very modern when they go into their fantasy world. So mm-hmm. they go, okay, this is also something I got to say. They inception us a little bit. Yes. Because they like go into a fantasy world. Within uh, the mental and asylum. And then go into a fantasy world within that fantasy world. Yes. So they're mm-hmm. in a mental asylum. Uh, and then they have a fantasy that they're also in a brothel. Yes. So what it is is that <laughs> is that a brothel or is it like a weird it's dance like a, it's hall? A, it's a dan- It's like a strip club brothel. Yeah, because if the because it's the rehearsal room. It's a strip club brothel that also does community theater. That's <laughs> yes. right. This is what yes. I'm saying. It's a strip Vague. club brothel that also does Vague. community yes. theater. Yes. yes, but it is in some way a brothel because they have private rooms with heart-shaped beds that rotate. Right. Um, Which honestly, honestly, if you don't find that attractive and you don't find a heart-shaped bed that rotates sexy, unless you have vertigo or just get dizzy easily, like if you get dizzy from that slow rotation I'm all while fucking. <laughs> so, it, so is that the first fantasy world within the asylum? Is, it's not is, re- is yes. it really in the asylum? The, like the nightclub, or is it the dance, the like the practice dance room? Because remember, <laughs> pew! so baby doll gets brought to the insane asylum, and her first <laughs> introduction to all the other girls is in the like mess hall. And what are they doing in the mess hall? Rehearsing a play. That's what it is. And mm. the play that they're rehearsing is Sweet Pea's lobotomy. Yep. Yep. So, oh, here. Oh. This is where it gets crazy because right right off the bat. Right at the right <laughs> oh, after you that. Mean two minutes into they started talking? Mhm. Literally the first dialogue. Yes. Well, so in that mess hall there is a stage and apparently uh the the female doctor there Carla Gugilo. Can um, we get a name check? Carla your, Gugilo? Gugino? Who's in Watchmen as well? Yes, she's still expected. Carla she Gugino. Um she's the doctor there and she's trying to do this uh, form of therapy where she has the mental patients at the asylum act out their traumas in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. And in sh- dance. And um, is it? No, but this is in the base reality when it's still yes. dark. Oh, they're, and they're still they, dancing. They act out their trauma in Ugh. a dance. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. Okay, my theory is it <laughs> goes called, into... That, that's called um, method acting. <laughs> that's taking it yep. to a whole other level tarkovsky (laughs) (laughs) my uh, my theory is with this is that since it's so gritty and so uh traumatic traumatizing for them to do all of that these mental patients or at least in baby doll's mind she has to escape to this fantasy land in order for her to healthily digest what's going on right yes um because an asylum is too scary what's a little flashier but still a shitty situation this weird community college brothel (laughs) right it truly is like a community college brothel because the friendships she makes are very community college very let's break down who these girls are because she has like three friends who we like but we never really get to know too much of them and then she has two friends who she really gets close to there's a lack of character development with so many of these characters. I think they're called minorities. Because um, <laughs> uh, all the white girls got very fleshed out characters. Um, Baby Doll is the main character. We got Sweet Pea, who is the other blonde. We have Rocket, who is Sweet, Sweet Pea's, Pea's sister. sister. And then we have uh, Jamie Chung, who is Amber. Yep. And then we have Blondie. Who's Vanessa Hudgens. And she's not even blonde. There are so many blondes in this film. Blondie doesn't even go to a blonde. Does she say anything? Oh, she like yeah. cries for like half a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't have that many lines. So they're all traumatized. And in order to escape this trauma and the really shitty uh, doctor, they have this like 
well, first baby doll goes to this like fantasy Sam. Well, there. I am so sorry that I'm having like a. <laughs> what stroke happened? Did you get punched in the face by a ghost cat? Because <laughs> ghost cat. Because they make baby doll dance, and while she's dancing, she goes into this samurai winter wonderland and meets the old man. And the old man tells her, "Here are your weapons." <laughs> when that first happened, because there was no memo, no explanation. I was like, "Oh, this is." Oh, this is another fantasy. This is a different movie? No, this is what's just going on in her mind when she's dancing. How is this not a video game? It, right? Where was like, her health bar? I would I would play the fuck out of this video game, and I hate playing video games as girls. Really? Yeah, I'm Lately, that kind of I've been choosing my avatars as females. Gay. No, straight. Is it? Yeah, because if it's third person, you get to see that virtual ass. I'm kidding. This is all. Fucking. It would have been better if he said boobs. No, because if it's third person, her boobs are facing away from you. Oh, I misunderstood. I'd have to rotate the camera to the front. Anyway, anyway. Sounds um, like you know what you're doing. This um, this scene was crazy because she yeah she gets sam- she gets a samurai sword and a gun. A Colt, uh, 1911. From uh, the wise man, and goes outside and, and then boom, three samurais. Three huge stone samurais, and one of them. Does has a mini gun. So first she has a normal fight with a samurai and like defeats him. She shoots him right in the head. And then who comes to greet her? Minigun samurai. Yeah. Who she dispatches by running towards. We don't need to define the physics of it. Great scene though. Yes. Despite how much we're talking shit, it's a fucking awesome fucking scene. Tell me honestly. Visually appealing. One of the coolest action sequences I've ever seen in my fucking life is the samurai scene. It was really cool. Incredible. It was not necessarily my favorite of the action no, sequences the movie in this film. It gets better in it action sequences, better. but this is a badass It's a good start. After she defeats the samurai, we realize that she's dancing for Oscar Isaac and two other orderlies or something. Yeah. And they have chores and something that they need to do. But what she's told by what, by the old man is how she's going to escape the Things she needs to get achieved. She needs to get fire, and she needs to get the keys, she and needs she to needs get to get a map, and she needs to get a knife. All of these things that she needs to uh, get, and then they have this like meeting where she's like, "Hey guys, I know how to escape," and all the girls are like, "What do you mean you know how to escape?" She's like, "Well, this is how I'm gonna do it." So this fever dream you had while you were dancing, baby doll, is now how exactly you're gonna break you and everybody else out of it. And then, as crazy as that sounds, everyone loves the plan. Everyone was like. <laughs> Yeah, I want to get out of here. You need those four things. Don't tell me what you're going to do with them. Also, but we need those four things. One of them goes, I know where to get a knife. And the other one goes like, I know where to get a lighter. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I know where the map is. And then Baby Doll's like, I know where the key is. So naturally they set up the whole movie and the they, they go on their quest to find these items. It was very formulaic for the first 30 to 45 minutes, right? Because sure. it's like, okay, um, we need these items. But we got to dance this night. Every single time they go into a dance, they go into a new fantasy world. Ba- Baby doll distracts these men with her dance while the other girls just take a lighter or steal keys or get the map. Um, and they're, the metaphor for their fight scenes are like World War One castle fight against orcs. That was Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, if you had seen Lord of the Rings, I, that was very much. Oh, I'm sorry, Lord they're of the not Rings. orcs in Lord of the Rings. Oh, they're orcs in Lord but of the Rings. But then was it also World War Two like airplane? 
Oh, I thought you were mashing the two events oh, together. The first one is like World War One and like in the trenches, like steampunk. They were Germans. steam Nazis, steampunk yeah. Nazis. Yup. And then they do orc castle World War Two airplane, where they have to slice a dragon's neck for two crystals that they rub together for fire. This is crazy. Baby dragon. <laughs> they have to slit dragon. the throat of a baby dragon. Honestly, that entire time I was on baby dragon's side. Um, I think I think safely say. Always on Baby Dragon's side. Especially when Mama Dragon came out and was like, what'd you do to Baby Dragon? Also, wouldn't Mama Dragon's neck be the one you want to cut because those necks are, are like fully developed fire stones? Yes, those stones are legit. You got the fetus stones. Those aren't legit. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's bonkers. Just We're bonkers because this. this movie's bonkers. Um, and oddly enough, they get every item with little to no resistance. Mm-hmm. Except for... Uh, the knife, what, the kitchen knife from the fat chef, which wasn't a fantasy. They just like straight up kill the fuck out of that chef. Oh, in that, in that fantasy, in the kitchen. No, like, he we, survives after that. Oh, he okay because they straight up attempt to kill this. Like, the, no fantasy. They mm -hmm. don't go to some la la land to do it. Like this one is just like, nah, we're gonna fuck up the chef. <laughs> Uh, well, fuck the chef. Sure, sure, but He's a piece of what shit. was going on in Baby Doll's head? Like, I want to see like the Vietnam War metaphor of her like <laughs> there falling was in something. the swamp. There actually was a fantasy. You don't remember it? What was it? Because they were trying to deactivate and extract a bomb from a train. The bomb had a oh, code name as the kitchen knife. Man. But then that went all that all got fucked up because the stereo system that Baby Doll brought into the kitchen to dance to to distract the cook uh had fell in the waters or there like, was like a puddle. short circuited short circuited stopped the music cook realized what was going on and was like oh shit these girls are trying to steal my knife and straight up stabs one of the girls rocket Oh, yes, it is Rocket. Yeah, because she jumped in front of her sister, Amber. To save Amber's life. Yeah. Uh, this is crazy. This Amber, is insane. Amber's name is uh, Sweet Pea. Sweet Pea. I'm sorry. Amber is Jamie Chung. Yes. Fuck, dude. Yes. A lot of girls, a lot of actresses in this movie. I do wish this movie was rated R. It was It was going to be. Uh, and in fact, the, the added ending part that I was telling you about is the scene that they made him cut. In fact, they, they told him that he needed to re-edit it so that it didn't look the way the MPAA said was going to make it an R-rated film. The mm -hmm. way that they suggested it to be edited, Damn. Zack Snyder felt it to be too rapey, so he just cut the scene out completely. Oh. Oh, oh shit. I mean, there are a lot of... What this movie did oh, well... This movie, like, doesn't... I don't know why you guys are shocked. This movie's, like, full of, like, abuse and rape. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, the fact that, like... Uh, that something of that extent that would have brought it to that next level was cut out. It's weird just... too, like the MPA is like, this is how you have to do the scene, and Zack Snyder is like, I don't, I don't like the way that this is, and like, well, then take it out. I mean, every single theme here was so dark and gritty. They did a good job of making every single man, literally every man in this movie, except for the wise man, the absolute worst. Well, even he tells lies. Does he? At the very end, the very woman centric, very woman powerful movie. Not very believable, but is John Wick? No. No. Is Leaving Las Vegas? No. Just watch this for visual <laughs> purposes. I want to get into my theory of this film. All right, let's hear it. Okay. There's a lot of hoopla around this film. And when, when I was doing a little bit of research, one of the things that I saw is like, there is a rumor that this film also lines up perfectly with a lot of 
Pink Floyd songs. Yeah. Similar to like the Wizard of Oz. But there's a certain scenes that supposedly line up in sync with um, different Pink Floyd songs. I couldn't find any video that showed it. uh, But I saw multiple blog posts and multiple websites that talked about that. I also saw how... This movie was also a metaphor for the MK Ultra project. Are you familiar with what that is? That happened on the East Coast. It has something to do with aliens, right? No. It, oh, I'm stupid. It, ha- it, it did happen in America in Virginia, though, because it was on um, in the CIA property. MK Ultra was the U.S. government's plan to try and figure out mind control. And what they would do is they would like put acid in an entire city's water supply and just see what happens to the city's population. Or they would like give guys syphilis to see what would happen if they gave them syphilis. Or they would like beat women all of their lives and then rape them and then see if they can keep a secret. Like MK Ultra was one of the most fucked up things that the government ever did. And the only way we know about it is because one box of files was accidentally filed on the wrong floor and during the freedom of information act we found it through there every other file of mk ultra was destroyed except for this one box that let us know about it it was a true thing that actually happened a lot of people think that one of the one of the creators his name was lennox <laughs> that's why they think the lennox house where she was sent to is a metaphor for the mk ultra project where they were taking people who were so traumatized by these horrible actions kind of like a Black Widow story in the Avengers, uh-huh. right? Like they just kind of like, and Red Sparrow, that Jennifer Lawrence film, that idea of like these Russian spies are like, just like, yeah, if we just like destroy their past and traumatize them, then they'll be the best kill machines ever. Like that is a thing that America tried, not the Russians. Mm-hmm. And um, and this movie is like kind of like a way where they're like, yeah, they're like militarizing these women. Wait, this is your theory or is this something that no, you read? No, this is something up? that I was reading about. Oh, okay. My theory is actually a little more artsy-fartsy about it. I think that the four women in the, or yeah, the four women she meets. Yes. Yeah. Are her. Oh, and these are just and in fact all aspects of her. And 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 why I think that is all of this movie is about her. As soon as she gets to the Lennox house, she's lobotomized. I think the movie actually takes place in ten seconds. She gets there, he pays her off, she gets lobotomized, John Hamm hands the folder to Carla G, and she's like, what is this? This isn't my signature. And then that's when it kind of like unfolds in that. But all the stuff that happens in the middle is just Baby Doll's brain trying to quantify what happened. Here's how it's doing it. Baby Doll is sent to a horrible place. She has to create a character that represents Baby Doll. She creates Sweet Pea. Sweet Pea is the older sister and the leader of the group. The older sister, who has to watch her little sister, Rocket, die. Watches her die in her arms, but instead of being accidentally murdered by herself, Rocket is killed trying to defend her. Rocket is given an honorable death, finally, instead of being killed in cold blood when Baby Doll makes the mistake and shoots her sister on accident. Amber uh, is the opportunity for Baby Doll to be courageous. And sometimes she has to lock herself up in this war machine, in this incredible metal box where she can finally fight back against the orderly. She can fight back against the mental uh, problems that she has. She's finally able to go against it. And what does she do with it? When the, when the map is thrown into the sky, she jumps up into the sky and catches it too because that's her power through it also and then you know like vanessa hudgens is like her her hope she's flying that airplane she's the one who's able to like get people safe she's the one who's like protecting people from above these are all different aspects of her and then at the very end the only one who can escape is sweet pea sweet pea escapes the brothel sweet pea escapes this horrible area where she gets on the bus and drives away with the old man whereas baby doll doesn't yet her escape is the lobotomy 
Oh, so you're so you're saying sweet pea Jesus. is symbolism for the lobotomy. I'm saying sweet pea is symbolism for baby doll. Yeah, no, no, no. For, sweet pea's for baby dolls, lobotomy. Yes, yes. Because sweet lobotomy in a way is an escape from the, the I don't traumas know. and problems that you have. Yes. Which which and I definitely think that because of that deleted scene that I'm talking about. The deleted um, scene that I'm talking about is a scene where we see John Hamm in the metaphorical world. He's the high roller that they're always talking yeah. about. And so when he's there, except he has this conversation with Baby Doll about how he's the only reason he's the only one who can free her. I can give you freedom from everything. I can give you freedom from fear and freedom from love and freedom from hate and give you all these opportunities. He's like, but the only way I can give you that freedom is if you give yourself to me in this moment of love. And right as they go to kiss, ting, it cuts to the lobotomy that we see that's Are in You're talking the about Oscar film. Isaac? No. No, John Oscar. Hamm. No, no, no. Before that, it was Oscar Isaac that was about to kiss. I know, but in but in the cut scene that they took out, oh, it's, it's John Hamm. It's in the I high rollers feeling, metaphor. I had a feeling that John Hamm had a bigger role than he actually had yes. in here because yeah. you see him in the beginning, and I got so excited, and then it goes into fantasy land, and we don't see him for fifty minutes. He he actually has a very the when when you see that ending again, it wraps up everything really really well. It actually like makes things make a lot more sense, but I could see if they cut out some of it to just make it go to the action parts, it would come off as rapey, and then I could see how Zach's eyes like, well, I don't even want this scene in here at all now. Yeah. And so he changes the ending to Sweet Pea getting on a bus, almost getting caught by the police. Something a little more hopeful. And even Sweet Pea is, you know, notice where she's escaping to on that bus, Paradise. The sign that she passes by, mm, she's going paradise. to Paradise. You know, this movie, like you said, is so open-ended yeah. that your theory you know, could be passable. I don't know what Zack Snyder was truthfully intending if he had a vision in his mind that is uh, that he's for sure like, this is what I was thinking, or if he truly intended it for us to like come up with so many multiple interpretations. I think he wanted everybody to come away. I think he wanted people to feel something from this film and yes. come away with it with their own ideas. Yeah. Because, because the film like... Man of Steel, he made a point to be like, this is the story. It's an alien who comes to Earth, and he's telling this story of Watchmen. Here's a story of how we try to unite the human race by doing the worst thing possible, right? These are all mm -hmm. very standard stories that he's trying. And then this one is really open-ended and really metaphorical and very, very ethereal almost because it's like it can be one thing, but at the same time, it's also a completely other thing. Is this your first time watching it since you had seen it in Disneyland? No, I've seen it uh, a bunch of bunch of times. Actually. Oh, okay. Because this was my first time, and so I didn't know what to expect. I didn't realize that it was this I, stylish or this weird. I think first watching this film, or even the first few times of watching this film, you're you're either so shocked of the badness of like the overacting, or the or yes. the or you're caught up on the fact of like wait. Now they have swords and guns, or you're caught up on the fact of like, wait, are these steampunk Nazis? Like, it's very easy to get caught up in the look of this movie, but you have to really understand what it is. I will say my favorite parts, like as cool and stylish as the action scenes were and how that's fun to just like watch, my favorite parts is when she would come back to... Uh, come back from that fantasy into the brothel fantasy, mm. right? Because now like, okay... I like it when movies have rules. It gives me a sense of uh, a grounded reality. You know, because like let's let's say rules like this is the movie that has a bunch of rules for you. No, no, no. Like this has this has some no rules. rules. Oh, I guess because yeah, if yeah. not, let me let me explain. Inception is an incredible movie because there are rules that allow us to speculate and it gives us a form of 
like a, a pattern, a grounded reality where we could come up with theories that might be passable. And they explain the rules of Inception without it being like somebody reading the rules of Monopoly. Yeah, no one's like narrating yeah. it to you. And then uh, if you land on Go, no, it's yeah. like, hey, sometimes when you go on a staircase, it never ends. Yeah, yeah. they show it to us in a very subtle fashion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Here... Um, even though it wasn't as subtle, there's still the rule of like, oh, now, like after the first time she comes back from the samurai action scene, like at that point we know, okay, I get it. She, uh, she learned something. She's yeah. This is her dancing. She mm -hmm. goes into her mind and this is a symbol of her dancing. It's like, it's a fight that she needs to win. And when she wins, she learns something, how to progress on how to get on this. To the uh, next asylum. level. Yes. And so once there were rules, I was like, okay, now I now I'm following. Because like the first 15 minutes, I was like, where the fuck are we? Yes. And like I said, it's very easy to get lost in the visuals of it. Mm -hmm. uh, because it is a, a bonkers film. Like there's no if, ands, or yeah. buts about it. But that's because it's like a dream. It's truly like a a fever dream. Yeah. That yeah. she's having in the None last of moments of her real. lobotomy. And, and, and that's like the way it's shot is supposed to make us feel like it's very lucid. It's, um, do you think this was Zack Snyder's response to inception? Like <laughs> Zack Snyder saw Christopher <laughs> Nolan's thing and he was like, I can do that. I can make a movie that makes people think for years later. Oh, it's basically is just something within a something. He like saw it and like turned to his wife. He's like, Deborah, I can make a movie that'll fuck with people's brains just as much as that. But well, like thinks it the opposite way. Yes. He, because that's what it was. Like, okay, what if he had taken it's it to dumb, an extra it's level? Dumb inception. What if she, there was like another fever dream within that samurai fight? What if she got knocked down by this big ass samurai, closed her eyes, and now she's in uh, like it's Willy that Wonka's same area. factory? She's that same area, but it's not winter; it's like summer. Yeah, and so it, I and then the whole movie is in that place, and then at the end she gets killed, but then she wakes up in Samurai Land, mm -hmm. and then that sets up a whole trilogy because you're like, oh. I guess she still has to fight the snow samurais too. And then like she wakes up at that and you're like, oh, that's right. She's also in an insane asylum. I'd be exhausted. That's... I was already like, they're, they're, I'm very, movie is very tiring. It's an hour this... and 50 minutes. And you're out of breath by the time this movie over. I stopped over. this five times. It took me a course me of two days to watch this. I am. Um, I watched it in a night. You don't have to agree with me. These are just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, sure. Two days, days. Oh. over under. Um, <laughs> I look. This is a this is a film that you can enjoy with popcorn and a pizza, yeah, and hanging out because you can either take the minutes to just like, wow, this is crazy, right? Or you can actually sit down and like watch it with like a notebook and like a cup of tea, and then be like, hmm, this poor girl is so troubled. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. really well. That's the way to peel the onions. Yeah, Later. that's for sure the way to do it. Thanks, as opposed to just putting on the background. As cool as that is, like it was fun trying to theorize what the fuck's going on. There's a lot of layers to this film. Yeah, uh, Jules, can you do us a favor? Um, can you go on IMDb and look up like just fun trivia about this movie? Because I want to speculate. Like it, this must have been fun to shoot fun before trivia. they knew it was gonna get stripped away into what it became. I think it's, I mean, from what I understand, Vanessa Hudgens really liked working on this film. Why is that? Because it was one of her first times outside of High School Musical. Oh. And it was such a different turn of it that that it was just a way to, you know, do this something was completely different. Literally a decade ago. This was uh, made in 2011 um, or came out in 2011. So she was, yeah, just, I don't know. Just out. High School Musical came out when we were in high school? I never watched any of them. Same here. Mm, what am I looking at? 
IMDb trivia. There we go. Did you know? Sorry, I was on the wrong thing. Thank you. Okay. Just give you a couple random ones. Sure, whatever yeah, you think your, is interesting. Pick your favorite three. Oh, there's a lot. I'm just going to pick one that I see. Um, despite, no, that's not, that's a stupid one. Each of the lead girls had to undergo strict physical training, which involved doing deadlifts up to 96 kilograms several Whoa. months before shooting. I respect it. Vanessa, Vanessa. Vanessa. from the South? Vanessa Hudgens called that period torment. <laughs> Check out a tarnation. Please go back to the regular Jules voice because I'm not a fan of I don't Southern like Alabama, Trashley. Yeah. <laughs> My name's Juliet, and I got throat Trashley problems. Trashley 2.0. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, and she broke down several times. Ugh, weak. In, <sighs> scene, in scenes Who where broke she, down several times? <laughs> Vanessa. Oh. In scenes hudgy, hudgy. where she's been crying, she actually brought out moments from those sessions. That's lame. <laughs> I actually just I like her. A what? Little bit no, less. that's fine. She brought out moments. She's, she's just a, trying to channel. Remember the that good time actress. when they made us do ninety-six kilogram deadlift? <laughs> that might be a lot. I mean, if the training for that this might be a lot. <laughs> you don't know kilograms. Well, let me just convert oh, it. Oh, here's uh, one. Less than 96 pounds. That's not that That's much. That's not that much, Fuck, bro. dude. How um, many pounds is it? Well, wow. a kilogram is more than a pound, right? It's like one point something pounds. So, so it's they were deadlifting? Less than 90. That's not That's a lot. That's not that bad. No, these no. girls could do it. You could, you could do it, Jules, and you have a bionic back. Yes. I do. Um, several members of the cast and crew semi humorously describe. <laughs> so specific. I love, I love your. I, I love your uh, American Sign ASL parentheses. Is that was is that what that is? I thought you were trying to get, say like I love you, but not connecting the heart. I thought you're playing radio operator with a ghost boobs, just like. Um. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> semi humorously. Described this movie as one flew over the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> I, honestly, actually, that's the best way because it's because it's insane. <laughs> yeah, and like Matrix level video game yeah. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I that. agree. Two. Okay. Yeah. One more. One. Uh, oh. Hit 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 us with your best shot. Um, there's so many. Just choose one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that sounded so mean. Come on, choose uh, Jules, one already. Come on. Did your laptop turn off? There's. I don't know which one to pick. Just read the first one, and we'll make fun of it. Oh, if it's okay. Stupid. This is a. This is a long one. Oh, wait! I choose the longest <laughs> one. I'll do a short one. <laughs> Just choose one. <laughs> As you can see, guys, we script out every inch of this podcast. We do not like to have any unforeseen circumstances. Hey, I was thrown into this role today. We're all thrown into our roles today. Yes. You think I wake up every day wanting to play this role? You think I wake up every day wanting to play this role? I didn't even watch this movie. (gasps) We're cutting that part out. We're going to bleep that out. I didn't know about it. This isn't fair. I'm being attacked. Okay, here we go. Oh fuck! All of these are so long Read now. The second one. This was featured in episode eight of the podcast. How did that get made? Among many things they they speak about. I shouldn't be talking about another podcast. No, that's, no, that's, that's a, a great podcast, podcast. Actually, that's a really really good podcast. Oh, never mind. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at this. But apparently we can like put our own facts on there then. We should be putting every movie we've done. We should add oh, a fact. Yeah. Have you guys ever done trivia? Uh, like trivia nights at a bar? No, yeah, like on about? the episode oh. because I Maybe was not expecting then. this. We'll save it in our minds. But I know, like... but I just thought I had to do the itty bitty nitty gritty. Oh, is this too much work? <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Reading it's a lot of trivia. Sure. You know what? Forget it. Forget it. George. Forget you're, it. Forget you're, it. You're fired. Yes. Bye. Hey, Brie Larson auditioned for a role. Really? Which girl? It doesn't say. Wow. Um, Emma Stone oh. was considered for Amber. Mm, I think Emma Stone would have been a better <laughs> rocket. Angelina Jolie was considered for the role of Dr. Vera Gorka. I could see that yeah. for yes, sure. Yes, 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 yes. Evan Rachel Wood was the first choice for Rocket, but dropped out due to scheduling conflicts. She oh, would have been, she been a better Malone replaced I could her. see that. Oh, my God. Amanda Seyfried? Seyfried? Seyfried. For Baby Olivia Doll, huh? Thurbley and Mia was Wazikowski mm-hmm. were in turn going to be cast as Baby Doll and dropped out before Emily Browning was chosen. Emily Browning's an interesting choice. She, I was looking, because I recognized her face and I couldn't <laughs> tell where she was from, so she, I looked at her list of movies and she did this movie which is called Sleeping Beauty. Not what I thought it was. Is uh, it about a princess who falls asleep after eating an apple? Close. Mm. It's about this uh, girl that gets hired at this niche brothel um, where rich men uh, touch her while she's asleep, and that's the niche. And it's very, very weird. Oh, my God. Did yes. you watch all of it? No, no, no. no. I was just <laughs> watching. I, was, I looked at the Wikipedia and read the plot, and I was like, this is nuts. That's weird. There's a couple Zack Snyder facts. Hit me. Do you want those? I love Zack Snyder. Um, first film directed by him. That is not an adaption. However, the movie features motifs from Lewis Carroll's novel, Alice Adventures in Wonderland. Really? I would have thought it had motifs of like Lord of the Rings or... Um, the Matrix. Or any video game ever. Or World War Two. <laughs> oh, this is like the history of World War. This is the Battle of the Bulge, right? <laughs> yeah, this is a biopic, dude, yeah. of the Battle of the Bulge. This they, is, they should this show D-Day. this in schools. This is D-Day. This was D-Day, what? right? They should show this in schools. That's right. Yeah, that's right. this would have been historically uh, accurate. Yep, mm-hmm. I would have passed history. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't. I would have passed history with flying colors <laughs> if I saw this. You movie. just barely squeaked by. Good thing I was in that class with you. Uh, actually, I barely, I literally, really, barely squeaked by. Oh, I was really good in history class. I got a D plus. <gasps> really, in history. But since it was an honors class, it like bumped it up a little bit. What? And it's technically passing. There was an honors history. I class? barely AP graduated from high Art school. History? So you barely graduated from high school. Yeah. Oh, but you did. I did. And look at you now. That's all that oh, matters. Spent yeah. less time under the bleachers. I was never under the bleachers. I don't think anyone actually spends time. Our bleachers under were bleachers. so dangerous. <laughs> yeah. They were also, just right on a hill. Like fucking it, it just was goes like down. On a cliff. Yeah. Or just go to someone's house if you're gonna hang out. <laughs> Who the fuck is hanging out just hang under out bleachers? On the bleachers. That's fine. Just like we're what cool is this, with it. Freaks and geeks, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh Christian, do you have the best person on Tuttle One? He's gonna go to Zack Snyder. He's got he's he's a good one. I gotta give mine though to Snyder Zack. Oh, you're real fancy. He's the opposite director. So every time Zack Snyder would like write a screenplay or he would make a beautiful like um, production value, right? Snyder Scott would come in and just like disassemble it, right? He would like take it apart. Uh, and I think having that antithesis in a creation and a creative process really helps get the juices. Um, I think what you mean is Warner Brothers because you're saying oh, everything that Warner Brothers is doing. That's right. That's right. Warner Brothers came in and was like, oh, is this a good movie? 
<laughs> oh, we're going to destroy this. And all other films we're going to destroy of yours as well. Um, I want to talk about Vanessa Hudgens real quick. She brought up moments, like you said, in the trivia. But my least favorite moment is how she was so easily caved. How easily she caved and just, you know, let the plan go. <laughs> all apart. Mm-hmm. She, all- she told Oscar Isaac, this is what's happening. Weak. Mm-hmm. Weak willed. Oscar Isaac pisses me off. In this movie. Great acting. Great mustache. Yes. Mm, yeah, and he has like the mascara on. Oh, John Hamm has mascara on in the deleted scene and looks incredible. John Hamm with mascara is the way to go? Ugh. Also, the lashes in this film. John I don't know if your I don't know if your girlfriend He's saw this movie looking. because no, that's she how hasn't. she should be doing lashes. These lashes are good. They're really not. everyone has Six made lashes. Yeah, even in the first 15 minutes when Baby Doll's trying to leave. During the lobotomy, she has full makeup on. They're like, if you're going to put that thing in my tear duct, so I got to look good. Look, if you still got to sharpen that ice pick, let me fix my eyebrows. Yeah, let me do that. Yeah, these girls, she still, they were, after she got the lobotomy, they were like, I've never seen you make that face before. And she still looked gorgeous. I'm like, she can make that face all the time. <laughs> Half smiling. I'm fine uh, with it. Very pretty. One of the side effects of a lobotomy is um, chronic masturbation. Really? Yes. You just start doing it without thinking. Have you had a lobotomy? <laughs> no, 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 no. What I do is habitual masturbation. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not chronic. <laughs> <sighs> mm. make, I'm going to let you sit in that moment that you created. <laughs> Because I'm cool with it. I know, I know. But you're was just like... Well, no one said anything. Um, how about you rate me, the film? Uh, um, <laughs> I'll rate the film a three out of five. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a good watch. It's not my favorite watch. I'd much rather watch Watchmen. It t- yeah, for sure. It takes eight... It took me eight times to like understand it. It literally took me multiple watches to finally be like, oh shit. This is a fantasy of her dancing. Yeah. Like the first few times I watched this film, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I love the concept. I love I love the I would idea. Read the fuck out of this if it was a comic book. Yeah. I would play the fuck out of this if it was a video game. Yes. I would even maybe even read it if it was a series, like a young adult novel. Okay, how about if But we the do movie sucked. Miniseries, like we always do with everything? <sighs> that it- was like that was kind of what we just watched. Uh, it felt like it. What I think it was lacking was character depth. I didn't care much about these girls, mm, right? The person yeah. I cared f- that the character that I was most into was Oscar Isaac, but for Bad because reason. he was a good actor and he was given some very emotional dialogue. Like when he gets mad at them in the dressing room and ends up shooting two of them, and then gets really weird with Baby Doll. Like I, I was, I was angry, and I was like, "Oh, you sparked emotion within me." And this was early in Oscar Isaac's career too, before we understood the range that he had. Like him Damn. being this character of a character, he doesn't do this character, this deep of character work anymore. I don't believe. I mean, it all seems to be pretty, pretty. What's palatable. the last thing he did? What's the last thing you've seen him in? Star Wars. Okay, I wouldn't count that necessarily, though, because <laughs> that doesn't take deep, deep. Deep character work, at least the late ones, right? Have you seen Star Wars? Um, I've seen Star Wars. Ex Machina, I oh. loved him in. Donald Gleason, also in Star Wars, also in Ex Machina. Um, who wins in a fight, Oscar Isaac or Pedro Pascal? Because I think they have a similar range. An acting fight. Yes. Just like when I say who wins in a fight... Just take like what their best skills are. 
Don't take it literally. Like, uh, take the I'm best. I'm doing both. Skills. I'm doing both. And I'm running 100 simulations in my head. Oh, you're a robot. Uh, Pedro Pascal won 68.223849 times. I, I gave it to Pedro Pascal. Okay, and why? The simulations pulled them on top 62% of the time. That's good enough justification for me. Javier, <laughs> uh, what do you rate it? Honestly? Say it. Two. A two out of five. I, I don't. You said you fucking love this movie. I know, when I said that, but I don't think do people this. need to see this movie. I don't think people need to watch it because, like I said, it took me eight times to finally understand it. You can listen to this podcast and be like, yeah, I get Sucker Punch. Yeah. You. Mm, I hope at the end of this episode that people want to watch the movie, though. It's actually yeah. it's very flattering when people tell us. Yeah, hey, yeah. Listen to. Uh, oh, we, I listened to this episode. And, and then now I had to go out and see it. I ended up renting it. For sure. So it's definitely worth a watch. It's not. It's a good. It's here's what it is. It'll come back on Netflix or something eventually. Yeah. Then watch it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, when it's on Netflix. (laughs) You watched this movie um, a long time ago. Yes. What were your thoughts on it when you watched it? I loved it. Girl power. I think I just like because it's so weird and quirky, and there's like dancing involved, and it's. We could do those. A big mind trip. We should do this whole movie as a Halloween costume. All of us. (gasps) Yes. I'll be Oscar Isaac. I'll be baby doll. <laughs> you realize there's so many other... I'll be the wise man. <laughs> See, we already have it figured out. You're the only girl. <laughs> Chris can be Amber. Oh, yes. he looks like Jamie Chung. And then Otis can be... the Vanessa Hudgens. Or the mayor. <laughs> the mayor, his entrance was dope. <laughs> he came in like a thug with Boss. some cool music. It reminded me <laughs> of... Uh, the newest great Gatsby. Mm. You know how director. how it's a kind of old school. The, the style of this took place in like a but it's like Jay Z music. Yes, exactly. And he came in with like a, a mink coat and uh, he had his boss ass lighter. Really cool stuff, dude. It's an interesting film. It's worth a peek. Maybe not more than that. Though. Yeah, I rented it for four bucks on Amazon Prime. Where did you watch it? On the same. Oh, the same. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Uh, there are three things that I like to say. Sam. Follow me on Instagram at call underscore me Jesus. Yes, and then you can follow me at Christian has asthma. Jules. Where can they follow you? What is my Instagram? You don't know your Instagram? At Juliet underscore Farnsworth. There you go. Farnsworth. Farnsworth? Start a new one, Farnsworth, and then Ferns. it'll be just pictures of you with like your eyes crossed. Can you cross Burns? your eyes? You're just closing know. them. <laughs> You're just closing your eyes. So the answer is no. Um, I can't. You... I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I can't. You're really weird today. Today? I'm weird all the time. Yeah, yeah but you're say, like extra a... weird today. That's true. It's because I wasn't expecting to be on this show today. I wasn't prepared. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did have an anxiety thing earlier today. I it's, did. It's rough to be on a show Guys, the same day you have an anxiety attack. Anxiety is real. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Megan Markle. A lot it. of people have it. Actually, it's pretty on brand to talk about, you know, Feelings. mental health at this on this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> you're perfect in your mental health. Because you got a great brain. Sorry, some of us have chemical imbalances we can't control. No, 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 Christian. no, 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 no. No, anxiety is a real thing. My girlfriend of seven years suffers from anxiety, pretty severe anxiety, and has had to take medication for it as well. Yeah. Um, 
And it's it's a real it's a crippling thing. I just want to say to the individuals out there that don't believe that it is a real disease, fuck off. <laughs> don't say shit like, "Oh, it's just the mindset." Well, Be and happy. I mean, I it people don't understand, and it's just like some people. I mean, who have both have anxiety, they might not understand the other person's anxiety. Mm, yeah, different strokes. You yes. know, because like, I mean, I, I've caught myself like having judgment towards people if I think they're just like being dramatic, mm-hmm. you know, and you learn from that. I mean, everyone's yeah. growing. Yeah. Try to put yourself in their shoes. You don't yeah. know what they're going through at home or what their current situation right. is with anything. Um, because like I'm blessed to not ha- to not suffer from it or like uh, from from like mental <laughs> <What are you laughs> laughing, dude. <laughs> I was thinking of a joke that I heard. It's nothing to do with what you're saying. Uh, no, I do feel blessed to the, at the you know to the point like yeah. where if I do feel a little bit of anxiousness, it's like whoa, this is a weird feeling because I'm usually comfortable. Calm. I get frazzled. Uh, listen to Tuesday's episode. I get frazzled. <laughs> I would turn into origami. Don't fucking do that. This least... entire. I'm sorry. Don't fucking chew your arm <laughs> away from me. Ten times. Play it back. Ten times. You do this to me. I could do that to you. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway. <laughs> Mm-mm. And I freak out. <laughs> I, I twiddle my fingers and like I do this thing when I'm feeling some discomfort, but it's never to the point where or frequent enough for me to uh, get a pill bottle full of 300 pills. <laughs> that would be just ridiculous. Put a finger down if. Yeah. Um, um, you can follow the podcast at ICBTB <laughs> Podcast. Alejandro. We can't what? forget to take a Polaroid. We have to take I just Polaroid. had to say it on the episode. So, so it's we don't locked I'm, I'm glad you reminded me because I did forget. I wouldn't have forgotten. I can see the camera right here. Do you want me to do it right here on air? We should. Should we? It's the end of the episode. Wait, no, wait. It has to be all of us. Oh, or just oh, me? We'll do, we'll do another one with all of us, too. But this one's for the YouTube people who are watching. Whoa. Oh, no, that's not nice. I love you guys. Really Asian of you. Now that she's married an Asian guy, she thinks she could do all things Asian. All things Asian. Because it's just It's like all things considered, but it's all things Asian. Asian. <laughs> Welcome back to all things Asian. <laughs> Today, the Lunar New Year. Do you feel more Asian now? How much rice do you eat on a weekly basis? Oh, I eat a lot of rice on a weekly basis. White rice, brown rice? Both. Wild But I've rice. always done that. No, no, just white and brown rice. Mm. You love your carbs. Mm. I eat more rice than my husband. Mm. Definitely. He has too many lines on his body. I've seen him shirtless. Too many. Yeah. Tone it to, down a bit. Nah. Oh. Every body is beautiful. Every body. All right. Everybody. All right. This is where I'm going to stop, but I kind of yeah. want to go for like five minutes. Just to see if we can uh, get, I don't know, Rock just, I just want to play around for five minutes. Right. Okay. Go ahead. Ma feels Backs weird. <laughs> well, I mean, because you oh, definitely right. set it up such, in such a natural way, too. You're like, yes, you know what I want to do? You know what I want to do? I want to, I want to just like. Hey, just keep going. Just be natural. Yeah. Hey, just, hey, just be keep natural. going. Hey, be natural. do the natural thing. That's not what you're I doing. Just... Do the, you're not doing the natural thing. Just be, oh my God. <laughs> you got to spit on it first. Wait. Wow. That's not what I meant. What you were about to do is not at he has all. Yes, no spit on it. <laughs> spit on it, Daddy. Oh, I missed. Oh, I, I didn't even fly. Oh, my dad's asleep. <laughs> Don't yell. No more yelling.
Sorry, Dad. <laughs> He's going to be mad at me tomorrow. No, Tilma's my fault because uh-huh. he's spitting. I'm a grown man and my dad's going to be mad at me. Yeah, my dad's always mad at me. This <laughs> 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 is the train. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> Stop making out with it. <laughs> Wait, how how hard do I go? As hard as you can. Ladies as and gentlemen, this, this is the first um, <laughs> episode of our Patreon. <laughs> You're yes. getting it for free right now. Um, and if you suck around, congratulations <laughs> to our secret show. <laughs> S-I-C-B-T-B, secret. It can't be that bad. Or After Hours. Spanish. It can't be that bad. <laughs> Donde esta la biblioteca? Yo soy Alejandro. No tengo dinero. You have money. My name is Alejandro. Where's the library? I have money. Because you're going to buy books at the library where you could. Yo necesito uno lapis. No tiene papeles. I need a pencil. I don't have paper. Esta una chica en el baño. I have one girl in the bathroom. Esta dos. Mangoes <laughs> in la tarea. I have two mangoes somewhere. Oh my god. <laughs> Un perro y pera. One money. Saquen los chichis. One money and money in boobs. <laughs> Honestly, I love this segment. I love Christian trying to. I took French. Say oh, some French. Wow. I'm gonna. What? You live oh, in California. What the fuck's wrong with you? I know. I'm so stupid. I'm was... so stupid. I don't remember any. Can you say anything. Can you say je ne sais pas? Je ne sais pas? What? Je ne sais pas? That's what I said. You said jaune. Je. Je. Je ne sais pas. Um, How's that going over there, buddy? I don't know. <laughs> My mouth is fresh. Can you do that again and go cross-eyed? <laughs> oh, God. I think um, that's not good to have on the internet. <laughs> I'm not going to put it out. <laughs> Just cut the camera somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> the entire oh episode is just going to be focused on jewels. <laughs> no. Did you get new pictures? No. Every time you cough, I'm going to switch it to your camera. Oh my God, please don't. I, I have it all. I cough so much. I can see it all. I'm I'm legit going to do that. What were we saying? Jules is... What's wrong with Jules? What's wrong with your throat? What was Juliet has throat problems. Julia has throat problems. That's probably going to be the name of the episode. It has to be. Why is this still recording? Oh. Oh my god because you wanted to go for another five minutes yeah oh we're done this is for the patreon I'm this kidding. is patreon behind the scenes you know how like chris does behind the scenes videos <laughs> oh what this, this is, is behind <laughs> the scenes which is almost exactly the same but no structure that's not behind the scenes dude i don't understand what um, behind the scenes actually means. when, I we, don't cut, actually know when we cut the cameras i have some tea for y'all <gasps> oh cut the fucking cameras <laughs> oh okay we're cutting the cameras